This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hi, I'm Fern Nullum, and welcome to Into You, the podcast where we put love under the microscope, shedding light on the do's, don'ts, and nightmare scenarios we find ourselves in while flirting with romance. I think that distance is the worst thing possible for a couple, or maybe not the worst, but a very, very hard obstacle. In some times, like after five, six months, you start to think, yeah, maybe he don't feel the same, or maybe we won't be able to be together. We all come at dating from a slightly different angle, but we are often faced with very similar situations to shape up to. You want to prove that even this is hard, love can conquer everything. This is kind of all or nothing, isn't it? You're either completely apart or you're together for quite a significant period of time. Dating can uncover things about ourselves we never knew before. So, without further ado, let's get into you. Ready to go? Yes, got Brilliant, okay. Feels as though I haven't seen you in ages, but it's so nice to be back with you again here on Into You, where today we're asking the question, does absence really make the heart grow fonder? Later, I'll be speaking to Grace, a YouTuber from Taiwan, about her worst experience of long-distance love. His ex-girlfriend texting me saying she's his fiancé. And what you need to consider before getting involved with someone who lives half a world away. I would suggest people to think of three things before you really want to jump into this kind of sweet nightmare. But first, Leo and Kiyomi are a long-distance couple who have set up a blog called My Sweet LDR to help others in a similar position. Leo is from France and Kiyomi is from Peru. I was curious to know whether either of them had ever considered having a relationship over so many miles before they met one another. Personally, it was the first time I was in a LDR. So first I had a difficulty to trust about it. For me, it was difficult to believe it was a real relationship. So when I start to be with Leo, I start to think, okay, this is a new way to be in love. So I would try to do this new kind of relationship. And so tell me your story. How did you two meet each other and how far apart were you living at the time? We start to speak together thanks to a, a language exchange application. Um, the name is uh, Tandem. Me, actually, I wanted, uh, after my study, to travel uh, in a part of the world. So I decided to download this application to speak uh, with a native. Yeah, I wanted to learn your language. Personally, I like the languages and I like to travel too. So I was searching a good way to learn French. Mm-hmm. So Tandem chose me to speak with Leo. <laughs> Was that hard at the beginning when you didn't know much of each other's languages? Yeah, yeah it was a challenge. I didn't speak Spanish and Kiyomi didn't speak French, so we had to speak in, uh, in English, mm-hmm. which wasn't our mother language. But uh, yeah, with the time, uh, we continued to speak daily and uh, I didn't want to spend more time in distance. And I decided to travel to Peru uh, three months after, I think. Yep, three months after. Did you kind of think that it would develop into a relationship at that point? At the beginning, it was a little bit complicated because we didn't know if it would be the same physically than in distance. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit like, okay, let's see. But when we meet, 
It was totally better. I was sure Kyomi will, will be the, the same in physically than in distance, but you know, there is always this little voice in your head who said, what if? It was very complicated for me and for us to live with this little voice. I wanted to destroy it. <laughs> yep. What was it that you liked about each other that made you want to meet in person? I was totally different from the guys I met in my country. First, I have attraction for his culture, his personality, because of the person he is. When I start to know him deeply, I start to think, yeah, this is the guy I want by my side. And how about you, Leo? What stuck out about Kiyomi? I liked about uh, everything. We had the first common point, which was our field of study. I was studying communication and Kiyomi publicity. Advertising. 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 <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> we sent hundreds and hundreds of messages. <laughs> I was speaking uh, with someone for the first time and I had the feeling I knew this person since many years. How did that feel when you met each other for the first time? It was totally the best decision of my life. I decided to travel to Peru from the 7th of March to the 21. After one week in Peru, one week after the beginning of our travel, Peru decided to close the frontiers. Bad timing. Yep, yep, yep. The parents of Kiyomi called us saying, hey, uh, you should I come back. <laughs> Peru will be totally closed, so check if you have your flight. Yeah. My flight have been totally cancelled. Oh, no. Instead of uh, continue our travel, uh, we had to come back to Lima. We directly go to the airport. When I arrived to the airport, I had totally no idea if it would be possible for me to come back. But uh, in the same time, I have no regret to come in Peru before the pandemic, because if not... I don't know if I will be able to stay in distance more than one year. The little voice will be still here with the time. I don't know if it will be bigger. What was going through your mind? How were you feeling at that time? 20 minutes is very short. Actually, it was more five minutes than 20. We had to run in the airport like in the movie. <laughs> in this moment, me, I was sure I would come back to Peru because it was impossible for me to finish this travel and this relation uh, by this way. And Kiyomi, how were you feeling when Leo obviously had to leave in a big rush like that? First, I was very confused because there was a starting a big pandemic and I was like, what is happening? But yeah, this feeling combined with the feeling that I don't know if I will see Leo again. It was very hard for me. Mm. I didn't know how to manage it. Did you talk to anyone else about how you were feeling? It was a few complicated for me to speak about this with my family or my friend because I was afraid they think I was totally crazy. Like, uh, hey, you, you met a girl uh, during one week who live at more than 10,000 kilometers and you're in couple. I was a few afraid about their reaction. Yeah, actually, when you tell your friends or family, I am in a long distance relationship, they say, so you are not in a real relationship. Mm -hmm. They said, yeah, you are totally desperate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why you don't find someone next to you? How can you be sure he don't cheat on you? Yeah, there are so many people next to you and you find someone who lives very far from you or something like that. Have you ever had any trust issues between you? We were speaking uh, daily, constantly. And we always repeat, hey, if you think there is something who changed or something different, just tell me, we prefer to know the truth. So no, the, we didn't have lots of trust issues. I mean, when we give our words, we respect it. Yeah, we were friends, like best friends. Aww. In some times, like after five, six months, you start to think, yeah, maybe he don't feel the same or maybe we won't be able to be together. But once we speak about that, 
it was easy to solve the doubts between Leo and me. And even uh, when we had fight, we tried to solve the problem uh, the fastest possible because with the distance, everything is amplified. What is that like having an argument when you are so far apart? Because like you say, it's not like you can just have a real-time in-person conversation and sort it out. In LDR, when you have a fight, you just not to answer, to, to ghost the other one. But it's not the smartest way. We never ghosted the other during uh, more than 12 hours, I think. We impose ourselves a rule to solve the problem before the next day. Because passing the night in a fight in mind was totally boring with the delay. We decided to be mature about this and speak the most quickly possible. What do you think you need to consider going into a long distance relationship? I think if you want to be with a person who is far from you, you have to see you in the future being with that person, maybe very far from your country. If I can give one advice is to be sure you want to live far from your country because of the other person. But uh, with Leo, I, I was sure. The main goal of a long distance relationship is just to become a relationship within the distance. When you start that kind of relation, you have to have in mind one of the person will have to move far from his country. It will be the sacrifice for being together. How did you keep that long distance relationship interesting throughout lockdown? Because obviously there wasn't that much going on. Did you have any kind of tricks? I decided to create a list of challenges. I created a 26 challenge. For example, you open your fridge and uh, I choose three drinks that you have to mix and you have to, to drink it. Other one was to write a poem. It was an activity to permit us to spend time together and to diversify our activity. Oh, I love that. I think it was a very good way to keep the, the fire to keep the fire in uh, in the relation. And the fact Kiyomi didn't know what was the, the activity, uh, because I told her, okay, you have to tell me a number between one and 26, and each number corresponds with an activity. <laughs> we decided to do it uh, one per week. We couldn't pass to another challenge without do the... The challenge of the week. You can't go on to the next one. Yep, exactly. How did you find doing those challenges, Kiyomi? It was very interesting for me to just don't have no idea what will happen the next week. Every Monday I tell Leo, hey, it's time to, to find a new challenge because some challenge were to do some activities during the week. I think my favorite challenge was to shopping online. <laughs> <laughs> we go in application like Amazon or something like that. And we have to choose, for example, Leo choose a dress for me and I choose, a, I don't know, a pants for Leo. But he didn't know what I choose for him. It was very funny. That's brilliant. So now if you both got some strange clothes that you've each picked out for each other. Yes. <laughs> when I come back to Peru uh, this year, uh, I was wearing uh, what Kiyomi uh, buy for me. <laughs> That's great. And did you look even more handsome than ever, Kiyomi? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were pleased with your work then. <laughs> That's good. How do you deal with missing each other when you're apart? Because that must be really hard if you're so far apart for so long. I think it's the biggest problem of the distance. In a couple, we used to speak daily. There weren't a single day without uh, send the message and uh, something who give a lot of hope is to know approximately uh, when we will uh, see us again if you don't have a date if you don't have a deadline you don't have an objective and you don't know where you go so i think the missing is totally harder if you don't have this in mind i think it's a good point of having a long relationship because you have more time for yourself and to organize your work your activities and one phrase that helped me a lot was to think that one day more is one day less to see us 
So it helped me a lot to see, okay, tomorrow we wake up and there will be one day less to see Leo again. We often hear a lot of bad things about long distance relationships, but would you say there are benefits as well? Since I am in a healthier, I am more patient. Yeah, understanding, stronger. But I think the biggest benefit of the distance after months and months in this situation is uh, we see it now like a test. I think the distance is the, the worst thing possible for a couple or maybe not the worst, but a very, very hard obstacle. And if you can uh, survive, if you can survive <laughs> and continue your relation despite the distance, I think you can survive from everything because you have to trust, you have to communicate, communicate you have to be involved at uh, 50-50. And I think if lots of my friends broke after being in distance, it's because it was a test for the couple. They didn't succeed. It does sound like a massive test. What's your situation now? Are you still long distance? We are physically together now after 10 months. <laughs> we are in Peru right now in my country. I had the possibility to come back to Peru at the beginning of January of this year. I will uh, stay approximately 11 months. I will come back to France to see my family for Christmas. Next time uh, we are already playing, it will be the turn of Kiyomi to meet my family, my friends and uh, my life in France to know my country. This is kind of all or nothing, isn't it? You're either completely apart or you're together for quite a significant period of time. Yes, it's very uh, extreme because we pass from no see us for 10 months to live together I mean because he lives in my house and we are 24 hours together physically yeah. so yeah it's not common in couples mm. I think that kind of relation is a few like a roller coaster you have a lot of strange and big emotion you pass from zero to 100 and if I have uh, one little tips to give to the person who come back to his country to put a uh, perfume to the pillow of uh, his partner. Yeah. He will uh, uh, thank me later, but uh, he's a very good at That's a good <laughs> tip, is it, in your experience? <laughs> yes. What would you say to someone who is worried about getting into a long-distance relationship? The only question you have to ask is, is it worth it or not? I am uh, happier in distance with this person or happier alone? What has being in a long-distance relationship taught you about love and about yourselves as people? What I learned is uh, first I totally surprised of myself because uh, I didn't know I would be uh, able to success in that kind of uh, relation. When you love someone, you can do things that you totally didn't expect. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you see all the way you did, sometimes yeah, it's impressive. I'm definitely impressed by your relationship. And <laughs> Kiyomi, what, what did you learn from this relationship? I like the fact I have been patient, I have been strong and... Uh, the love I have for Leo was bigger than my fears or the comments of the people or the society. The earlier community on uh, social media, on internet, uh, especially with the pandemic, is very active. There is a lot of support between uh, all the couple because the distance is like a common enemy. You know, like the five finger of the hand to be very uh, solid. Leo and Kiyomi had made me think about the importance of keeping things fun in love to ensure the sparks continue to fly long term. I wondered what other little challenges people might come up with to do with their partners. So, as is the protocol of most scientific studies in 2021, I sent out a post on social media, and here are a selection of my favourite answers. The sentence reads, If I had to set my partner a challenge, it would be... Dot, 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 finish the sentence. 
Fifi to leave some food in the fridge for me. <laughs> I feel your pain there, Fifi, especially when it's something you were really looking forward to. Ryan, if I had to set a challenge for my partner, it would be the recipe for an argument because we're both too competitive. Oh dear. Teamwork, remember, guys. Tiffany, to actually pay attention when I'm talking. A common obstacle among couples, I think they're Tiffany. And Henry, if I had to set my partner a challenge, it would be to put up with me for the rest of her life. It was a challenge when I proposed 10 years ago, and it remains one to this day. Ah, yes, marriage. Possibly the greatest challenge of them all, Henry. Kiyomi and Leo had left me pondering the strength of communication, commitment and character required for long-distance relationships. A seesaw of ultimate trust, which seemed to work well if there was a masterful balance on both sides, but where you always sat in the risk of being left hanging alone. I wanted to know more about what long-distance love was like when problems arose, and how easy it is to overcome them. So I spoke to Grace, vlogger and three-time long-distance relationship participant. She definitely had some stories to share about the ups and downs of being so far apart in love. We met in the UK on Tinder, and then he's American and I was Taiwanese. So none of us live in the UK, but he got a job there. So we were dating around two or three months. Then I had to go back to Taiwan. So that's the time we started our long distance and everything just became miserable after I moved back. What was it that made you continue that relationship despite there being a big distance? I would say it's all because of love. Because when you have the feeling for that person, you really want to spend your future with the person. No matter how hard it is or how frustrated it could be, I had to conquer any obstacles will happen in the relationship and go for it. How easy was it for you to communicate with your partner being so far apart? Most of the time, it's quite easy to communicate. But when you guys have a fight during LDR, it's the nightmare because the time zone difference and Time zone difference can actually drag the fight to longer time. I say, okay, we had a fight, but I need to go to work right now. So the fight will stay there till I finish the work. But once I finish work, maybe it's the time for the other half to go to the bed. Oh my God. So it drags another day. Yeah, it was really tough. Yeah. And are you arguing via messaging? Because that must be really tough too. Oh, it's actually funny because, you know, I'm not native speakers, but my typing became so fast when we <laughs> had the fight. I just like, yeah, I sent a long message and my grammar became so good because I wanted to make sure the other part could understand me. Frustrated typing. <laughs> yes. And the message could be this long, nonstop. <laughs> and we won't have video chat for at least two days because both of us would need some time to cool down for sure. I love that that's your way of learning English is arguing with your partner. <laughs> it's yeah. a new way of doing it. <laughs> I know. So what was the hardest thing, do you think, about being in that relationship? The first was frustration by different nationalities. So we have a lot of misunderstanding and then a lot of different opinions in relationship. And the second part is become like trust and have a doubt in the relationship because he's 
ex-girlfriend texting me saying she's his fiance. How did you respond to that? Did you ask him what was going on there? Yeah, I remember I was in Taiwan. And then when I read the message, I was like, is this for real or this is a joke? And then I asked him and then he apologized. And that's the time when I got super mad because when he apologized, meaning the thing is real, like this person really exists. But the worst thing is that even I was that mad, I still couldn't say, let's just break up. So I still try to give him another chance. I was like, no, I'm a fighter. I'm going to fight till the end. And do you think that long distance relationships, you kind of have that even more because it seems like it would never work. So does it sort of make you more determined to make it work? It's, it's true. Yes. You want to prove that people are not right about it. You want to prove that even this is hard, love can conquer everything. And you mentioned social media and the online world. What is that like when you're in a long distance relationship? Do you think that's a good thing? Does it helps connect you or can it be a bad thing sometimes? In my experience, I have to say it depends on the person who you are dating. So the pro side is you can show some love on social media to tell people all oh, that you guys have this romantic story and memories and it helped to make you feel like oh he posts a picture of me he cares about me like vice versa but the cons will be potentially you can meet someone else on the internet you just let the person replace me if you already have the doubt then social media is just like another poison to this relationship i know in your video where you were speaking about this toxic long distance relationship that you had you mentioned being stuck in what you called a toxic loop can you explain what you mean by that we were both so emotional so we always like okay this is a fight and instead of trying to figure it out the conclusion to solve the problem he prefers to say let's just stop this relationship let's break up but after one day he came back and then he said no no no, don't break up with me this was my bad i won't do that again blah 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 and he said hmm okay, maybe he has learned something. But over and over again, oh my God, it's been like three months and we're still in the loop. None of us want to move on. I actually lost seven kilograms all because of that. <laughs> wow. What was it that made you keep going back and trying again? I wasn't confident enough. So I feel like maybe he's my only option. So I need to seize this opportunity. I could not let him go because once I let him go and give up the relationship, I won't be able to find someone better. And it was quite stupid because I kind of, limited myself to that experience mm -hmm. and it's just not wise how did that relationship end i remember it was a winter and i was with my friend somehow he stopped messaging me normally he will like where are you and then what are you doing what's going on it's been quiet for three days and then another week i even remember i went to a bar and have a talk with my friends and then the bartender said trust me he already met someone else i was like nah funny thing is he was actually right even he didn't even know who I am or the, our relationship. But yeah, it's true that he already got the girlfriend. They had a beautiful post on Instagram here and there. It was like, damn, so this is an end. It's time for me to move on. Oh gosh, how did you feel when you saw that post? The first 24 hours were tough because I was like, oh my God, this is the end of the world. He already found someone who he thing is better than me. I was like, compare her to myself. Why did I do wrong? Like why she's better than me? Why she has that I don't have? And then after 24 hours, I was like, why did I even do that? I supposed to be really happy that I finally out of this loop. 
I actually become like super happy. I said, oh my God, this is the taste of freedom. This is the taste of a new chapter. I should just like stop following him. So I cut down everything. And I also threw away the pictures and started my new chapter of life. Did you ever hear from him again? It was around February that he started the relationship Mm -hmm. and they got engaged the same year around June because he took her to Paris. However, after another two or three months, they broke up. That's the time he messaged me again. Oh, what a coincidence. (laughs) You bought her a ring and then you proposed in front of Eiffel Tower. Are you kidding me? And he said, no, Grace, after that relationship, I found out that you're my soulmate. Uh, yeah, save the joke for yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> after a couple of weeks, he's still trying to convince me that we belong to each other. He said, even you have a boyfriend now, but inside your heart, you know I'm the best option for you. I said, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that stupid anymore. <laughs> I told my friends all about this. Everyone had a good day because of the joke. So did you feel a little bit better after that? Yes, like a lot. I was like, huh. Now, it proved that I wasn't worse than that girl. It's not like I don't have something that she has. It's just you being a very stupid person that you don't know how good I am. (laughs) I think that's a really good point to take away because listening to you saying all of these things that I imagine so many people go through when they break up of, you know, I'm not good enough. This person is better than me and all of that. And to hear you say now, you realize that none of those things were true. They were just all in your mind. Yes, it is like that. And so what lessons did you take from that relationship? I spent a lot of time talking to myself. Why did I behave like this? It doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. It feels like your heart is taking over your brain. It's like, I'm not using my brain at all. From that relationship, what I learned is talk to yourself more and then try to be rational instead of being emotional. Love sounds very romantic. However, before you think that way, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Are you sure that's the way you want to go? If not, then why would you still spending so much time on and try to prove something that won't even make you feel happy? So now you're in a new relationship, but that's also long distance. Is that right? Oh yeah, but we closed the distance last year. Oh, luckily. Amazing. Yeah. So you've had more positive experience with being long distance what was that like when you were still long distance Uh, yeah it's actually so different like first month we both have some doubts because we've met online as well but by an accident because well I was drunk and (laughs) my friend added him on my snapchat and surprisingly he just accepted the request and then we started to talk and talk, talk, talk to over like four months. Mm-hmm. Suddenly things became weird. So he goes to me for one day. I was like, oh, another guy. <laughs> and then after that day, he said, I'm sorry, but I just really need a day to think something before I want to tell you. I said, yeah, shoot. And then he said that he had some feeling and the feeling has become stronger. And I said, yeah, I did feel the same. But since we haven't even met in person, it's just so crazy if you wanted to start a relationship. At that time, that's what we thought anyway. So we gave each other a month to still date around or go around with people to see if we prefer to try this LDR. And not even a month, like a week, we directly say, let's do it. Let's just not be silly. Let's just make it happen. Both of us like, yeah, sure, we can try this out. Yeah, even it's hard and we don't have any plan. So the first plan is meet up in Philippines after another four months. It was funny because I told my friends again, they were like, no, 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 Chris, please don't do another LDR. <laughs> it turned out he's like a decent person and he's not like trying to steal money or like kidney. <laughs> when you meet the right person for an LDR, you can feel one, 
you don't have stress about this relationship. Second, you don't even need to spend a lot of time to build a trust because you just directly click together and everything can go so smooth. I always sort of think of long distance relationships as being very romantic because you don't get to see each other. And then of course, when you do, there's a lot of anticipation and excitement. Does it kind of keep that romance, the chemistry alive? Yes. Whenever we met each other, it's just like a kind of dream come true, you know, like, oh my God, I can finally be with you together. And then we can share the good moment and everything becomes so emotional, but in a good way is amazing. What would you say to somebody considering getting into a long distance relationship? Maybe somebody that was in the position that you were in, who's wondering, you know, can I make this work? So I would suggest people to think of three things before you really want to jump into this kind of sweet nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. So the first thing will be everything related to the reality. So visa problem, if you really want to have the future with the person, do you guys have this visa problem? Because we were looking up for the marriage stuff or future. It's just so difficult to get all those documents sorted out. And the second one is work because everything related to finance, can you really work in the other half's country or both of you had enough money to support this relationship? And the third one is you also need to think for your family. When it became more serious, it will drag your family into it. And finally, Grace, what has being in long distance relationships, either the one that you're in now or in the past, what has that taught you about love and also about yourself? All right. I actually really like the question because <laughs> it actually told me a lot. Like love can be so selfless. You need to consider the other half and not just about you. That's how I started to learn. Yes, I do have feelings, but so does he. I should be less selfish, but think from the other person's angle. And the other part is always, always treat yourself nice because in the end, you're the only person like you're dealing with yourself. He hurts you or even he loves you a lot. You are still on your own. So don't give yourself a hard time. Just try to love yourself more. Grace's matter-of-fact yet open-minded approach to long-distance love was inspiring. She had obviously been through some tough times due to distance, but had not let that stop her trying again and using what she had learnt before to her advantage. As always, I want to hear from you. What do you think would be the hardest thing about dating in distance? And how would you overcome communication difficulties leave me a comment and let me know for now though you've been listening to into you with me fern lullum special thanks to my guests kiyomi leo and grace whose links will be in the show notes also to joshua holland and sam robinson for technical support and to the manager of ami andy frank leave me your feedback at feedback at ami.ca if you liked what you heard, make sure to search for Into You on your favourite or indeed any podcast distributing platform and subscribe for more episodes coming your way on the first Thursday of every month. <sighs> Don't make me do the long goodbye. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.